you're listening to the Special Chronicles show. This is episode 351. This week, August is Dave Green, presidency of Special Olympics Illinois, and we're live in Dublin, Ireland. The Special Olympics Global Athlete Leadership Workshop, talking about the importance of unified leadership. This is the future of the athlete leadership programs in Special Olympics. This is coming up right now on SpecialChronicles.com. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Podcasting since 2008, this is the show where we're broadcasting disability stories from an insider's perspective, and we are giving a voice to people with special needs. This is your weekly guide to find and joy, acceptance, and inclusion. I shudder thinking how the world can be so I'm Daniel Spikowski, and I'm a Southern Tribal International Global Messenger from Special Olympics, Illinois, and you're with I'm Dave Breen, President and CEO with Special Olympics, Illinois. Uh, Dave, why does the Athlete Leadership Program matter to you? Um, I think that the Athlete Leadership Program is, um, it's really about, it's your organization, it's the athlete's organization, so I think they need to have a big voice in that. And, a big voice in what we're doing and the direction we're going. Um, what have you learned from athlete leaders that you have worked with? Um, you know, I've learned so much, Daniel, from the athlete leaders. Uh, one of our board members, we have three board members, as you know, you're one, yeah. you're my boss. Um, so we had an athlete board member one time that, that said they wanted two things from us. They wanted the, to make sure that everybody followed the same rules and they wanted to make sure that our volunteers were well-trained. And, and I thought that was really kind of had a lot of vision and foresight. And then uh, another athlete leader that we had, we were going to name Tribute Park by our headquarters, Athletes Park. And she said, no, it's much more than that. It's about the volunteers. It's about the donors. It's about the family. So we created a Tribute Park that was dedicated to all of them. Yeah. So everyone should um, come <laughs> to... To, to uh, our headquarters in normal Illinois and, and, and come and see our tribute power. I love this shameless yeah. plug stuff. This is great. They <laughs> <laughs> put you on the CVB, yeah. man. Share an example where you have seen the impact uh, of an athlete leader. Um, besides you? You, you, you know, you... <laughs> You, you know, really just, I, I guess the spirit never ceases to amaze me. I say all the time, our athletes are really the most evolved people on this planet because you guys just amaze me when you're met with anger, you, you share love, and, um, and even yourself. Who, I mean, I w it would take me 100 years to get 100,000 people on a podcast yeah. like you have. Yeah. I mean, that just absolutely amazes yeah. me, and you have tackled a, an issue that you had that you were had some fear about with communication, and you tackled it and went to college for it. And there's just so many people in this world that wouldn't do that. Yeah. 
if you're an example, when you or someone else doing something that underestimated athletes or limited their ability to perform a, a impact? It's a really good question, Daniel. I, I, think, I, I think we do it all the time without knowing it. It's kind of that unconscious bias. I think I do it sometimes in board meetings where I need to make sure that you, you get the opinions out. Um, I think we do it all the time. One of the athletes I had many years ago was Down syndrome, and she ended up graduating from a university. And I think I underestimated her all the time, but I was trying to probably instill some discipline. But I think sometimes when we look at certain people, we already label them or we already have an idea until we get to know them and, and listen, truly listen to what they're saying. I've, I've had some people that have been the most visionary people, um, but I probably do it too. And it's kind of sad, but I think sometimes we look at people and we already automatically put them in a category. As you know, Garrett yeah. says they told his mom and dad everything he couldn't do before he was born. And he's like, how do you like that? You know, they're telling me what I can't do and I'm not even born yet. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I think I'm as guilty as anybody, but I think we're trying through this unified leadership to really get together and understand your ideas and your vision for the organization. Yeah. So this um, global launch of the uh, unified leadership, uh, oh, inclusive uh, leadership, what does this mean to you and, and why is this important that we're all coming together and shaping the, the future for the, the next 50 years and it, beyond? Yeah, uh, I won't be here for that. But um, <laughs> I, you know what I think, and I mean this sincerely, I think one of the athletes in, in 2014 in L.A. said, I'm going to be the CEO of my own program. And, and people laughed at him. And, and I was like, you know what, that is, that is like one of the best things that I've ever heard. And, and, and it's been proven, you know, Tim Harris, you know, Tim, Tim had yeah. Tim's place. He ran his own restaurants, but uh, the employees said, we're not going to let him fail. But he created, this, he created this incredible environment where nobody wanted to see him fail, but he actually promoted this restaurant 24-7. It was very successful in Albuquerque. Yeah. And that, to me, is just total leadership. It's yeah. not unified. No. Um, but his parents supported him, his friends supported him, his school supported him. Yeah. Um, to me, unified leadership is a little bit of a misnomer. You're a leader. Yeah. You don't need me. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm here to support yeah. you, but I, I think, I think that it's, uh, it's unlimited what you guys can do when given the opportunity, and yeah. I think that's what it, unified leadership is all about. Yeah. And having the white environment and, and, and support and people who care, um, that's what we'll, we'll, we'll make one day an athlete an athlete to be the president or CEO of their, their program. Yeah. What have you learned or what will you change to create opportunities for athlete leaders uh, in, in Illinois and, and across the um, um, U.S.? You know, I, I, what I'm really concerned and interested in is, is um, providing meaningful um, support, especially in employment. You know, you're a living example of that. But I think what we would like to do and what I would like to see is that we have athletes that are uh, part of the marketing department and communications and, and part of the development department. 
you know, we have athletes in Illinois that are doing the duck derby and selling 14,000 ducks. I mean, that, that's, uh, that's some pretty good development going on. So I think what we want to do is support that, and we want to give them an opportunity and our board members an opportunity to go on each of the committees and, and then also learn, do job shadowing out in the field on committees so they can be ready to take that job. And, and that's really how the general public gets jobs in Special Olympics is they intern, they work on committees, and then they shine, and then we decide to, to employ them. And I think, I think that same model will work with, with Special Olympics athletes. Yeah, it, it actually will. There's stories that are happening now that will, will um, uh, make this dream happen. Yeah. What, what do you think we can do as leaders in Special Olympics Illinois to present opportunities for, for those of us with intellectual disabilities in the community? I, I, I think there's so many things, but, but what I would say is I think that you, you deserve and have to have a seat at the table with community leaders. And, and I think there's a few ways to do that, and you've already done it. You know, you've gone to D.C. and spoken on behalf of the organization, and you know, we've gone to Springfield and talked to the legislators. I think that's where it happens, and, and not because we're political, but because they have a lot of voices that they talk to. And I, and I think the times when you spend with them saying, I, you know, one of our athletes, uh, Daniel Olson, he wants to be, he, all he said to me is, I want to be a, a tax-paying citizen, which is not, I don't want to be a tax-paying citizen, yeah. but um, I, I think the thing is, is getting their message out, showing them abilities that you have, I, th I think is really key. But I think what we have to do is make sure you get into some of the right environments so you're talking to the right people. So uh, finally, what does inclusion mean to you? Um, you know, inclusion, I, 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 I put acceptance on it because I think it's all the same. But inclusion to me is that you're including me and stuff. I'm including you, and and I and I think we, it it doesn't really matter. Um, I, I think you got to look beyond. Like most of us tend to like go to the people that think like us or maybe look like us, and and I think we're really challenging that status quo, especially with the meetings we've been in, yeah. um, because there's people from all over the world that don't think like us yeah. or don't look like us, and I think that's cool. I yeah. think that's what inclusion is: is all these great ideas coming together, no matter where you're from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week of all of us coming together, this is what uh, what what in inclusion is. It doesn't matter what what culture, what um, what disability we have. Um, well, we all ha ha are equal and all the same. Yeah, and we and 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 I know it's said all the time, but it's true. We all have disabilities. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just it, you know, and and some of the things they come out differently than 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 others. But um, you know, it's been a thrill working with you and 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 seeing your talents yeah. on the on the media side. Yeah. So um, finally, like my mom says, if the whole world were like Special Olympics, then there would be no wars. Uh, to conclude, any comments on on that? You know, like I said earlier, I, I, I say this with all sincerity. I think um, the athletes are like, like yourself. You know, I've only seen kindness out of you. I've only seen you greeting people with love and affection and, uh, and making really good decisions 
when, when other people are not making good decisions. Yeah. Um, but, but also really understanding both sides of the story when you talk to somebody. And I, I think that's the key is I think we in Special Olympics and yourself try to get everybody's story because then you really get an understanding of who they are. And then the bias goes, the discrimination goes. Absolutely. So um, thanks for coming on and, and, and choosing to include. Thanks, Daniel. This episode is sponsored by the Jenny and PJ Fortnall Foundation. We thank Jenny Fortnall and her family for the generous support of our mission at Special Chronicles. This episode is also brought to you by listeners like you. Please join our supporters and help support us at Special Chronicles with your taxi type donation today to help us continue our, mis- our mission of giving respect and voice to people with special needs. Please go to specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. And we thank you for your general support of our mission at Special Chronicles. And Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comrade Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Comrade is polling lives and Wadey is polling us here at Special Chronicles. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash comrade. That's specialchronicles.com slash comrade. We thank Comrade for the general support of Special Chronicles. We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality. 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 Dignity. 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 And the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. We hope that you will join in the conversation and share your feedback with us. You can text in your comments to feedback at specialchronicles.com under that address into your, your text in messaging Apple. You normally put someone's phone number, but put in that address feedback at specialchronicles.com and your comments will appear instantly on the iPad in studio. And join the conversation on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, you can tag us at Special Chronicles, at Special Chronicles on the Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and you can tweet us your comments with hashtag Special Chronicles, and at Special C Podcast on Twitter. Remember, tweet us your comments with hashtag Special Chronicles. And please leave us your five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Facebook, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next week, remember, choose to include Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.